the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Lift Up Jesus with Pastor Dudley Rutherford. I'm Kyle Welch. We are here every weekday at this time to share the good news of Jesus and to lift up His name to this city. No matter if you are listening right now from your car or at home or in your place of work, we believe that today's sermon from Pastor Dudley will be a blessing to everyone. So if you can, get out your Bibles and let's join Pastor Dudley right now with his message. Hello and welcome to Lift Up Jesus. My name is Dudley Rutherford and I'm the senior pastor here at Shepherd Church in Los Angeles, California. Today's program is continuing our sermon series called Built Faith Tough. And one of the ways that God grows our faith is simply by listening, hearing, reading, and understanding the Word of God. It's through the studying of God's Word that God speaks to us. So the more we read the Bible, the more our faith grows. And the more our faith grows, the more God will use us to make a difference in the world for His kingdom. So grab your Bible and a pen, something to take notes with, and let's begin our lesson entitled, The Bible, It Is Written. I want you to take your Bibles and turn to Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10. Take your Bibles and turn to Romans chapter 10. And inside your bulletin, there's a sermon note. I want to talk to you today on the subject, it is written. It is written. And the importance of the Word of God. This book that I'm holding is God's Word. It's God's Word. And it's timeless. It's truthful. It's a vast treasure. It's God-breathed. It's sweeter than honey. And it's more precious than gold. It is life. It is love. It is sacred. And in this book, you'll find joy. It's a source of wisdom. And it's the most important book that has ever been written. Ever. The Bible, the Bible addresses one major problem. It's the problem of sin. How many of you have ever sinned? Raise your hand and admit you're a sinner. Anyone not raising their hand? They're the biggest sinner in here. <laughs> one major problem, sin. There is one major villain in the Bible, and it's the devil. And there's one hero to the story. His name is Jesus. And the Bible has one purpose. And that is to help you 
meet and know and fall in love with Jesus and to take what little faith you have and to put it into the grace of Jesus Christ so that you can be saved. Amen? Amen. Now, the Bible says in Ephesians 2.8, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And so this series, we're talking about faith. We want to focus on that part in this series. I want to zero in and talk about some important elements about faith. But understand as we read through this that one of the most important ways that God builds your faith and God builds my faith is simply through the Word of God. It's why this book is so important. So let's read what it says in Romans 10. A couple of verses here. Verse 13, it says, For everyone, say the word everyone, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. I want you to turn to whoever you're sitting next to and just say, hey, did you know that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved? Just say that. Go ahead. Say it to whoever you're sitting next to. Now you just witness to somebody. You ought to say that to everybody you meet in Los Angeles, wherever you go. Hi, hi. Hey, did you know that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved? Just say it to them. Amen. Verse 14. How then can they call on the one that they've not believed in and how can they believe in the one whom they've not heard and how can they hear without someone preaching to them verse 15 says and how can they preach unless they're sent as it is written how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news Now skip down to verse 17 because this is the key verse. Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word of Christ. Now we're going to discuss that today. I've got three points. Write them down. Number one, I want to talk first about the object of our faith. Who is it that we look to? We have faith, but who are we putting this faith in? Write this down. The object of our faith is to trust in the Lord. Imagine if you went out and you wanted to get something in the attic or in your garage and you needed a ladder, something up high, so you go get this ladder and you take the ladder and you lean it up against the wall and you start to climb up the steps of that ladder. You are placing your full weight upon the ladder because you believe that this ladder is going to help get you where you want to go without breaking your bones. And in the same way, faith happens when we place our full trust in the Lord. Not in money, not in fame, not in some narcotic, not in self. But when you put your faith and trust in the Lord, He will get you where you're supposed to be going. Now, every day in our country, it happens, it's going to happen today. Somewhere in this country today, it happens every day, somebody's getting on a plane and it's the wrong plane. They think they're on the right plane. They fully trust in Delta. They fully trust in the airplane itself. They fully trust in their ticket 
And they even put their trust in the person who looked at their ticket that allowed them on the plane. But what happens, happens, someone sitting in their chair, someone comes down the aisle and says, excuse me, sir, you're sitting in my chair. You go, no, this is where I'm supposed to be. They call a steward over and they look, they say, sir, you're on the wrong plane. Misplaced faith is a terrible thing. Now, the Bible never tells you to put your faith in your faith. Because we believe all these crazy things and we think that what we believe is the right thing. But the Bible never says to put your faith in faith. It tells you to put your faith in God. Romans 10, 11 says, as the scripture says, anyone who trusts in him will never be put to shame. I want you to write this down. The object of your faith is more important than the size of your faith. The object of your faith is more important than the size of your faith. The object of your faith is Almighty God. Some people believe that faith can move mountains. That's not true. It's God who moves the mountain. You put your faith in the God who can move the mountain. So many people misplace faith, but faith in faith is nothing but positive thinking. A little boy came home from school. His dad said, son, how'd you do on your math test today? The boy said, dad, I think I flunked my math test. The father said, son, you need to, you need to be more positive than that. And the boy said, okay, dad, I'm positive I flunked my math test today. <laughs> positive thinking is not faith. Faith in faith is not what matters. Faith in God is what matters. Weak faith, weak faith in the right object is better than strong faith in the wrong object. Weak faith in God is better than strong faith in any other object. That's why Hebrews 12, 2 tells us, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and the perfecter of our what? Of our faith. That's where our faith comes from. I want to encourage you, write this down. I want to encourage you to get to know the Lord. You need to get to know Him. There was a young woman who tried to read a book of poems. And she found them dry and uninteresting. And she threw the book aside. Later, she met and fell in love with a man whom she discovered was the author of those poems. She then picked up that book of poems. And to her utter amazement and astonishment... She was mesmerized by those poems. What made the difference? The poems were the same. The difference was she was in love with the author. And so, so it will be with you. If you know the author of this book, the Lord Jesus Christ, you will dwell in his word. And if you're here today and you think that the Bible is dry and you think the Bible is uninteresting, it's probably because you don't know the author of this book. Get to know him. You'll love everything that he says if you'll get to know him and love him. <laughs> Secondly, I want to talk about the origin of our faith. Where does faith come from? It comes from the hearing of the word. Now, this is the main focus of today's message because we're in this series, Built Faith Tough. How do we get faith? How do we grow our faith. How does God build our faith? Again, two weeks ago, we looked at God uses trials. Last weekend, being in community helps 
uh, build our faith. Iron sharpening iron. But the main way that God grows our faith is simply by listening and hearing and reading and understanding the word of God. That's what that verse 17 says. Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. And it's not just hearing it. It means to read it, to hear it, to understand. The message is heard through the word of Christ. So the object of our faith is God himself. But the origin of our faith, where does it come from? It comes as we read the word of God. I want you to write this down. It's not possible to generate your own faith. You can't clench your fist and grit your teeth and squeeze your knuckles and say, I'm going to generate more faith. No. Faith comes from simply hearing or from reading the Word of God. Now, there's a difference between being putting faith in natural in the natural realm and having faith in the spiritual realm. Every single person here has faith in the physical realm, the natural realm. It's evidenced by the fact that when you came to church today, you sat down in a chair and didn't even check it out before you sat in it. You just came in, saw a chair, just sat down on it, didn't give it a thought because you have faith in the physical realm. Today you will eat lunch And you will put your faith in the fact that whatever you eat, you just trust. It's not going to kill you. It hadn't been poisoned. You go to the store. You don't even know what's in half that stuff you eat. You just grab it, take it home, fix it, eat it. I'm here. That's faith in the physical realm. During the pandemic... And any other time that you're sick, you put your faith in a doctor that told you you have a sickness that you'd never heard of before, who wrote a prescription that you can't even read for a medicine whose name you can't even pronounce, which is taken to a pharmacist that you don't even know, who goes and out of a thousand bottles, he gets something or a liquid or a vaccine and gives it to you and you go back and get it again and again and again. That's faith in the natural world. Where did that faith come from? CNN? Did you get that from Fox News? MSNBC? Did you, did, that, did you learn how to do all that from someone else's opinion or was it a government mandate or was it some professor in some university, some textbook that you read? Maybe it was your next door neighbor and you just heard it and said, okay, yeah, and you just, you take this stuff. That's faith in the natural world. My question to you is where does spiritual faith, supernatural faith come from? doesn't come from the news it doesn't come from the government it comes from reading the word of god faith comes from hearing the message and the message through the word of christ so i want to encourage you write this down start listening to the lord turn social media off stop trusting in the news 
to help you. Stop listening to worldly advice from your ungodly friends, unsaved friends. Stop thinking that you know more than God about what's best for you. Pick up a Bible and read it, learn it, follow it, love it, adore it, apply it, trust it, study it, carry it, memorize it, listen to this. Romans 10, 14, look at it again. How can they call on the one whom they've not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they've not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? Dr. Gaylord Kambarami was the general secretary for the International Bible Society of Zimbabwe. And one day he was handing out New Testament Bibles. And a very skeptical man told him, Don't give me that Bible. I don't believe in it. And if you do give it to me, I'm just going to tear the pages out and I'm going to roll up some cigarettes. I'm going to smoke them. Dr. Kamba Rami told him, well, I'm still going to give you Bible. You can smoke it. But promise me one thing. He said, what's that? Read each page before you smoke it. (laughs) And he took the Bible. Years later, Dr. Kambarami was at a Christian convention and that same man came up to him. He was known as the scripture smoking man, but he had been saved and he was now an evangelist. His testimony was simple. He would say, I'm the guy that someone handed me a New Testament Bible And I tore out all the pages and rolled them up and smoked them. He said, I smoked my way all through the way, all the way through the book of Matthew. I smoked my way all the way through the book of Mark. I smoked my way all through the book of Luke. But when I got to John chapter 3, verse 16, I stopped smoking. (laughs) And I got down on my knees and gave my life to Jesus Christ, and Jesus changed my life. That was his testimony. It's through the reading and the studying and the understanding of God's Word where God speaks to us. And the more you read this book, the more your faith grows. Martin Luther, the church reformer, once said, the Bible is alive. He said, it speaks to me. It has feet that run after me. It has hands that lay hold of me. Great men and women of faith are those who feed themselves on the Word of God. The number one reason why you lack faith, if you're here and you lack faith, is because you don't read, you don't study, you don't listen to God. Because if you listen to God, you would have faith. Hebrews 4.12, what does it say? Look at these words. It says that the Word of God is living and active. In other words, if you have a library, it's got a thousand books. They look like they're all dead, just books. But there's one book that's alive and active. It says it's sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing the soul from the spirit, the joints and the marrow. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. Verse 13 says that nothing is hidden from God, that God sees all, that he knows all. You see, that's the difference between us and every other creature on this earth. 
horses, dogs, cows, cats. They can't relate to God. But you and I do. You would be surprised by how many people send me pictures of cats. Because I don't like cats. How many of you know they're evil? How many of you know? Come on. Oh, see, right here's a cat lover, right here. Okay. You know what you call this? Since you have a cat, you know what you call this? This is called catechism. Now, that cat might be amused by listening to the Bible, but that cat will never understand the Bible. It's a blessing for us to bring this program to you every day. We exist only by our faithful partners who support us through their prayers and financial gifts. If Pastor Dudley's message has been a blessing to you, we would like to encourage you to consider joining in partnership with us so we can continue to be here every day to bless others with this important ministry. Your gifts, whether large or small, are greatly appreciated and go directly to help keep us on the air. You can find out more about supporting us by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. We have operators standing by and ready to take your call. You can also support us by going to our website, liftupjesus.com forward slash reach. That address again is liftupjesus.com forward slash and then the word reach. I'm Irvin Hurd and this is my wife Chip Hurd and uh, we've been members here at Shepherd for going on 13 years now. Giving is an uncomfortable conversation for most people and I guess I didn't have a problem with that because when you grow up poor <laughs> you don't have anything anyway. So everything God gave me it just seemed right to give back. So when I learned about Malachi and the fact that we were supposed to give back a tenth from the, from the top, not after we do everything else and then whatever's left, and that just seemed to make sense. It was fair. It was loving up to a loving God. We work in a seasonal business, and uh, between productions and uh, Hiatus. Productions, <laughs> yeah, productions shutting down, uh, I didn't have a job. But somehow all the bills got paid and God always provided. And he also gave me a peace during that period because I knew he would provide. We're always having to monitor and learn about stewardship and find ways to make sure that we are doing what God called us to do. And there are periods where it just doesn't look like it's going to work out. There are periods where it looks like Things are just upside down, topsy-turvy. How is this going to work itself out? But somehow, God finds a way to get us through it. And he also gives us the ability to have peace in the process. I have times where I'm looking at the checkbook and looking at what we have committed ourselves to, not what God has committed us to, but what we've committed ourselves to, and having to realign priorities. I think it eventually works itself out. He starts giving you um, uh, wisdom about which thing to do so that you may have a rough this month and a rough next month, maybe an even rougher next month, but somewhere in there, if the heart is to do the thing he asked you to do, 
He will work it out for you. And that's the part we don't want to see what's going to happen. We don't tithe with the thought that we are tithing to get from God. We're tithing because we have gotten from God. God has already given to us and all He asks us is to give back that 10%. And so He gave first and we give second. Hello, friends. Are you ready for an unforgettable evening filled with powerful music and worship? Join us at our Porter Ranch campus as Shepherd Church presents Who Would Imagine a King? A Christmas Musical Experience. This Sunday, December 10th at 7 p.m., join us for a musical journey through the Christmas story. Sing along and worship with all your favorite worship leaders from Shepherd Church as we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is a free event for the whole family. All ages are welcome. You won't want to miss it. So come and join us this Sunday, December 10th at 7 p.m. on our Porter Ranch campus as Shepherd Church presents Who Would Imagine a King? A Christmas Musical Experience. Hello, friends. My name is Dusty Frizzell, and I want to invite you to our Thursday night service at Shepherd Church. That's right. We're adding a fourth service. Worship service starts at 7 p.m., and it's for all ages. We'll be following the same sermon series as the weekends, and you'll hear from myself, from some of my friends, and even from Pastor Dudley. So if you'll be gone on a weekend or you just want to open up some seats for others on the weekends, Join us on Thursdays at 7 p.m. I hope to see you there. I'm Kyle Welch, inviting you to join us tomorrow at this same time as we again lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.